Everybody give it up for Just Saying with Justin Martindale. Thank you, Merv, for that marvelous introduction. How are you guys? Yay, are we guys boys and ghouls ready for a spook? How is everyone uh, otherwise? Good costumes, good turnout. So I'm very excited that you all are here tonight. Happy Halloween. Uh, I'm Justin Martindale, your ghost host. Um, so very excited that you guys are here. If you listen to the podcast, thank you. This is the first time that we are actually doing it live or on a live. Uh-uh. And <laughs> so we're very happy you're here. I know Halloween's a very, very busy time for everybody, but um, I'm very excited for our guests today. Um, but I want to give you a little backstory. Who knows the history of the comedy store? Perfect. <laughs> so this building has been around since, I want to say, the 1930s. And uh, back in the day, it was called Ciro's. So it was like the hottest spot in L.A. It was right in the middle of the Sunset Strip, which was right. Um, you had a set of studios over here, a set of studios over here, and everyone kind of just met in the middle and got drunk and, you know, murdered. Um <laughs> And so it was very iconic. Also, what came with lots of money and celebrities. What else? The mob. So Mickey Cohen would be here and like lots of shit. There's like secret doors and stuff here. People would disappear. Did someone say illegal abortions? Yes. <laughs> right here in this room, which is called the belly room, but not because of that, which is even weirder. This is where the, 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 the mob girlfriends would come up and get illegal abortions. And so this place is very haunted. We actually have several ghosts here at the comedy store. I have seen one. Um, yes, I'm coming out and saying that I have seen a ghost. And his name was Gus. And Gus was a bodyguard back in Ciro's who was shot and murdered. And one night, I want to say 10 plus years ago, I was in the main room. We were all hanging out and we left the, the green room back there. We're walking through the main room and I looked over and there was a man with a uh, 1930s style hat with a gray trench coat and no face and lots of haze. <laughs> lots of haze around. And I remember looking over and I went, Nope. And I just ran down the hallway. And, and I went up to my buddy who uh, was the uh, historian of this place. He was a piano player. He unfortunately passed away too. And I hope his ass is haunting this place as we speak. Jeff Scott, who was fantastic. He played the piano here in, in the rooms for 25 years. 25? 20? Same thing. And uh, he passed away. But I ran up to him and I was like, I think I saw a ghost. I think I saw a ghost. And without fail, he was like, what do you look like? And I told him, he goes, that was Gus. And I'm like, of course it was. Um, we also have Steve Lubetkin, who uh, is said to haunt this place, who jumped off of the Andaz Hotel, which was the uh, Continental Hotel back in the day, because he wasn't getting passed here as a paid regular at the store. So he said, I'll show you all. And he tried to attempt to jump off of from the hotel room into the parking lot, but missed. And... <laughs> And hit the pole on the ramp. And yeah, comedy, am I right? 
And then we hopefully will have our friend Brody Stevens here as well, who taught us how to push and believe. He unfortunately passed away as well. But I feel like all of these spirits are here. So I would like for um, the spirits to join us, if you will. Uh-oh. <laughs> Who's there? Um, so if you guys just want to like conjure with us, just close your eyes, just reach out. Let's get spooky. Let's think of magic and conservatives. <laughs> no, we don't have to do that. But um, I think all the spirits should just, you know, if they're, if they're here with us now, that would be great. If not, just click on my link tree on my uh, Instagram and that would be great. Um, but... I do have some news. Our guest canceled today. I'm totally fucking with you. <laughs> she is here. Are you guys ready to bring out our guest? Yeah. For this Halloween Eve. It's Halloween Eve, by the way, not Halloween Steve. So get it right. Our guest tonight is drag royalty. You guys know her from Drag Race Season 10 where she won Miss Congeniality, winner of All-Stars 4, and runner-up in All-Stars 7 winners. You also may know her from the podcast Sibling Rivalry with Bob the Drag Queen. Let's time to soak it up, children. It's Monet Exchange! <laughs> Yay! Oh. Oh. Hello! A wonderful dress saying welcome. Thank you. Listen, as I was coming down the, st the stairs, three white women accosted me. Well, yes. Those, yeah, that happens. They, they chose what do you to mean run, accosted they you? They chose to run up the stairs as I was running down in this beautiful dress. I it was know. very rude. By the way, I love your casual boot. You know. Just, I mean, Jesus. <laughs> well, I mean, there, there goes our budget. Just <laughs> one middle candle. I don't know you're thinking, Monet, why do you have your bag? Because white people be stealing. Tis the season. It is. Now, are you are you excited uh, for Halloween? You know, I am excited for Halloween. I'm, I, you know, I just purchased my first home. Good, congratulations. And I'm excited to give like trick or treat candy because I want to be one of those houses that give the full bars of candy. Okay. okay. I don't want to be a, a, a fun size kind of bitch. You but know? what is what is Monet's candy? Um, Butterfingers. Mm. <laughs> oh, what <laughs> a response. <laughs> I love that the, the housewife in the front row was like, Butterfinger? <laughs> Richard oh, hasn't you. done that to me in years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Butterfingers and Snickers, full size. Mm -hmm. And if you're lucky, you might get like the, the, the little share size. That's really nice. Oh, I prefer glass. Now, <laughs> an app. What's the worst Halloween candy? Oh, uh, Almond like, Joys. Really? Yeah, I don't like coconut. Oh, oh. That was that white bitch I yeah. tried to grab in the back. Oh. Sarah Beth, sit your ass down, oh. okay? Why did I run up those stairs so fast? <laughs> she hates coconut. Now, I want to ask you a question. A lot yeah. of, uh, a lot of drag queens. Uh -huh. There's two types of drag queens. There are pride queens or Halloween queens. Yeah. Um, which one are you? I am a I am a pride queen. Oh. Yes. My my first drag. Well, the drag that I came out as was Pride 2012, and I chose to walk. Oh my god, I got a real New York on that walk. Yeah, I know. It was like, is Wendy Williams here? <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> and then 
Oh my God, Wendy Williams. I know. I miss her. R.I.P. Watching Wendy oh, Williams TikToks. <laughs> Jesus. She's here now. I hear you. <laughs> you started the show talking about baby 1930s ghosts. I was like, what? You know, you have to know, wild. right? Um, yeah, it was Pride 2012, and mm-hmm. I chose to walk the New York City, the New York City Pride Parade, which goes from like 47th Street down to Christopher Street. That's like, uh, like, it's like three or four miles, mm-hmm. and I did it in like these six-inch pleaser pumps the entire time. It was crazy. I also was working a full-time job, and I and I had to go into work afterwards, and I'm in my car, and I didn't, I didn't have a corset, but I did the old <laughs> scandal. <drag>. I know. <laughs> I did the old drag queen secret of like using duct tape to like cinch your waist. But now I'm in my car driving to, to JFK to my job at the Holiday Inn Express at JFK, <laughs> ripping duct tape off of my waist. And I was ripping up chunks of my skin with the duct tape. It was delicious. Now that's a horror <laughs> film. It was. It was drag. I loved it. I had to do it. Oh, because I feel like I feel like drag queens, a lot of a lot of them take Halloween off because they're just like, you know what? I do it all year. Yes, all year round. It's like, I don't want to have to put makeup on on drag. And I fully did it for Halloween on Saturday, girl. I wasn't a full drag for Halloween. But, you know, it is what it is. Well, I have to say, my relationship almost uh, diminished over the weekend. Because we did a couple's costume. My boyfriend, Evan, and I. I know, but it was really cute. That's why I have Cyburn still. Because we went as Elvis and Priscilla. Oh, cute. Cute, cute, cute. Um, Who was the, you were Elvis. Yeah. Wow. I was Priscilla with sideburns. (laughs) I love him. I'm a child bride. Yeah. Um, But um, he uh, he was going to go as Priscilla, and I was like, I can do this. I did theater back in the day. Oh God! She pulled out her old little Ben Nye kid girl trying to get crazy. I watched a YouTube tutorial because I was like, if these little fucking TikTok kids can do it, so can I. And you know, leave sugar and spice out of this. How dare you? <laughs> but you know, oh my god, you and I should go with sugar and spice next, next year. Let's go. Let's do it. Right now. Done. Um, Actually, I, I want to be um, paprika. That's how I want to go. I'll be yeah. cayenne. Cayenne and paprika. That's um, cute. But no, I said, you know what? Who needs brushes in this modern world? So I was going to use my ogre sized fingertips Jesus. to put on makeup. So this poor, my poor boyfriend looks like an art Bob project the from yeah. Bob the Drag Girl. Queen. Season eight, Bob. Just. Just a war shock test by like girl, a blind person. Makeup with his feet, okay, honey. That's just what that so is. So we found a girl last minute. She's like, I do professional makeup. I was oh. like, here's some money, just fucking fix it, and like killed it. It was oh, great. Cute, cute, it cute, was cute. Good. It was very cute. And you and I actually met last year. I know. This is the Halloween extravaganza. Yes, <laughs> it was so cute. It was so fun. I got the part of the. Um, psychotic Australian murderer or something. Can I say typecast? Like, <laughs> why am I awkwardly leaning into you like that? It looks like someone's gonna squirt us with a water gun well, at any we moment. Just, we had just met, and I was like, "Get a picture with me," and you were like, <laughs> <laughs> "Yeah." So you I mean, look great. Thank you. Yeah, that was a fun show to write. It was really. Uh, oh yes, you did write that. I did write that. Yeah. You know, it was really fun. Me and Jackie beat. Um, and our friend Trace, like we had a, we, the three of us just wrote this fun thing. We wanted to do a sequel, but <laughs> strikes happen. Oh yeah, so right. we'll see. Hopefully, we get another one. But yeah. uh, also, we did the Drag Is in Dangerous telethon. Oh my, we did raising year. a lot of money for drag queens. Yes, <laughs> we raised six hundred thousand dollars to help fight anti-drag and anti-trans legislation, which is a, a thing still. Yeah. Um, 
These but mics I, are good. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I can it's hear good, my right? thoughts in this fucking microphone, girl. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a good mic. But um, I did want to talk about this. You mentioned it earlier. Um, I feel like we as kids um, grew up with drag queens and none of us turned out gay. So I think that's... <laughs> Do you remember shows? Do you remember like shows in the 90s and early 2000s? Like, yeah. Yeah. And here's my thing. Why are, what are straight men's fascination with dressing in drag, especially on Halloween? Right? Straight men love to dress up in drag on Halloween. It's a thing. You know, it like, is. I'm a girl. <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, so many of those like early sitcoms, like I mean, Martin Lawrence was, was playing like 19 drag characters. Mm-hmm. Jamie Foxx did. Like they all did. Tyler Perry is mm-hmm. still <laughs> is the greatest drag queen of yeah. all time. Okay, girl. Absolutely. But I do believe, I do believe, oh yeah, come on in. Oh. Oh. Who's that? This is this is a ghost. <laughs> hey, ghost. Thank you so much. Boo. <laughs> uh, but you, yes, we were talking about like in childhood. Let's start this show. Here we go. This is our from our childhood. We had characters that were in each episode. Oh, go. Get out of here, Brittany. Brittany. Oh my God. God. I, see what happens when you invite the spirits. In. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk real quick before we get oh. into it. This is um, this is, oh my God, this is Monet this. doing <laughs> opera. Why are we watching this? The Phantom Man of the Opera. <laughs> the Phantom Man of it. Boots the opera house down. Perfect. <laughs> and that was from the opera, The Best Little Whorehouse in Venice. <laughs> yes, well, that was fantastic. <laughs> Thank Where was you. this? Is it, this was in... That was in Minnesota. Oh. Um, yeah, I, I, it's so mm-hmm. weird. I spent my first winter in Minnesota last year. Y'all, don't ever fucking go to that place. It was There was one week, I'm not kidding you, it was negative 13 degrees What's the for point? like six days straight. Why? It's terrible. Why would you do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I refuse. Well, that's fantastic. I love that. Thank that's you. Just, and you did that for the Drag is in Dangerous Health, and you did an, a number for uh, from the opera for that. No, I didn't. You didn't? No. Was that Bob? No. <laughs> wow, Justin. My biggest fan, y'all, Justin. <laughs> Martindale. He's my best friend. 
No, I'm, I did. A, I did a Dolly Parton song. You for did the sing line. though. I did. Yeah, I yeah. did. Yeah, Justin, I sang. It was okay, there we Justin. go. You Don't got make me. me sing. Don't make me sing. <laughs> no, I did a Dolly Parton uh, a, a cover of "Light of the Clear Blue Morning," which is one of my go. favorite Dolly Parton songs. God, so beautiful. Love Dolly Parton. Right? Is, there, is, is this Dolly Parton? No. Okay. No. Uh, I don't know. Ask no. Um, but I want to get back into the, the straight characters that we grew up with. Yeah. So um, here we go. Uh, the first one we have Screech. Remember Screech oh, from Saved by the Bell? R.I.P. Wait, I what? Know. Yes. When? Like two years ago, girl. Where were you? Oh no. Um, I know. Um, I was rooting for Screech and Lisa. I, I was Screech and um, I wanted them to to make it. Screech and Lisa Turtle. Yeah, I was yeah. really wanted it to happen, but you I know. know. But it was yeah. but it was such a thing. Like every childhood, it was like here we were, like as kids watching these these kids having to dress up in drag. For a second, the I was like, why is uh, what's her name? Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. No, funny girl. Um, <laughs> Oh, the the Glee girl, Rachel. Yeah. I was uh, like, why what's is her Rachel? name? Oh no, I forgot. Why is Leah Michelle? Yeah, I can't even remember her name. I was like, she can't read. Doesn't matter. <laughs> um, yeah, Leah Michelle. Here's another weird fact. So th in this episode, Screech had to dress up as a janitor. Yes. And they were like, oh, who who do you know here? And he was like, oh, my my niece goes here. Sinead O'Connor. Sinead. I remember that episode. R.I.P. Everyone you see tonight is dead, by the way. <laughs> Sinead O'Connor is dead too? Yes, like, like, like. I don't have internet, okay? Internet? <laughs> yes, where were you? Everyone's like, oh, poor Sinead. thing. Yeah, so here we had Screech. Okay, now we're gonna go into Zach Morris. Oh, Zach. Now here we have Zach Morris. He, when did he die? He's alive. <laughs> He's alive. Oh. It's just his career that's dead. <laughs> now, now, we have Zach Morris giving Mrs. Kasha Davis. <laughs> now we have over here the far right, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. And down here, Trinity the Tuck. So, down, I see that. But like, this was like the gag. I just, I loved like being like, oh, in the 90s, it was just funny to dress up as a, as a girl. <laughs> um, and here, Family Matters. Do you remember? Oh my God, Jaleel White, Steve Urkel. What was, she looks good though. Yeah. Alive, for the record. <laughs> okay. Do you remember Myrtle? Myrtle Urkel? Myrtle, yeah, Myrtle Urkel. Oh my um, God. I was gonna say Kennedy Davenport. Um, you know, I could never, the Family Matters theme song and the Full House theme song are so similar. They're all the same show. Yeah. That's the thing. Everyone yeah. just takes an episode. They're like, let's dress them as women. <gasps> yeah. And everyone did it. For instance, Full House. Let's go to Full House. Here we have Bob Saget, R.I.P. And Dave Coulier. <laughs> that he, that's the the short one. This is the, sh yeah, the show. Yeah. yeah. But like, they dressed him up as women and mm -hmm. we had to have the... The straight gag of like, or grabbing their boobs, and they're like, wah, wah, wah. the wigs are good though. You like that wig? I would wear that. Which one, the blonde or the brunette? Mm. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, I was gonna say, girl, yeah, you just bought a house. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> and you know who does have a problem? Oh, there's the haze. We have haze guys. Ooh. You know who does have a problem with this look? Who? Uh, Candace Cameron. Oh God. But hold on, let me tell you something. Hold on, hold on. I fucking, so I am a huge fan of The View. I watch The View every day, right? Mm -hmm. And the seasons of The View when this crazy fucking bitch was on the show, <laughs> just go back and watch them. They're fucking golden. She would freak out. Uh, one time, what's the name? Uh, the, the magician, Penn, came and wore um, red. He, ha he has an iconic, his pinky is always painted a color for his mm -hmm. whatever. She had a fucking conniption. She was like, is that nail polish on your finger? And she... she, she, she and so she's a snake! 
like girl she lost her mind she was so beside her so that he had nail polish on she's a fucking psycho and i yeah, love it of course it. she is she doesn't want to see her brother this. was hot though as a kid the bro- what's his name a uh, kirk cameron kirk cameron yeah and then well you, okay yeah um <laughs> let's go to step by step shall we oh daddy Patrick Duffy could get it. I don't. I didn't watch the show. This was this was before my time. Suzanne Summers. I know. She did too. But Patrick Duffy, it's giving you like, like DL Senator, like tapping feet under a stall. Those tits. Yeah. And then this is man. uh, What's his name? Man Eater. Isn't it Mankind from Mankind? From he died too. Did he really? Yes. McFoley, McFoley from, from, from wrestling. Yeah. I know. Step by step, right into the grave. Apparently. <laughs> God. <laughs> Jesus. But we have to give credit where it's due, and that's the OG drag queen of all time, and that oh, is Bugs Bunny. Yeah. Rue Bugs Charles. <laughs> the I proportions mean, were always eating. I mean, like, look, right? Look at that. Yeah, look at that waist. Like, such inspiration. You're, Simone like, could never, honey. No, okay. No, no. I mean, this is Ornatia before Ornatia. Is this Simone Dowd, girl? Yeah. Dowd, Dowd, I mean, Dowd, Dowd. <laughs> <laughs> like, which, which, uh, which drag queen looks? Simone. This is Simone? Yeah. Okay. All she needs is like a fucking Gigi Good Cornrow wig on that head, girl, yeah, and she'll yeah, be yeah. eating. I think, I think this one over here is kind of like a Violet Tchotchke, or, or no, who? They're all Simone, let's be honest. Yeah, they're all Simone. <laughs> yeah, they're all Simone. Elma Fudd, Elma Fudd could, could, could get it, you know? Really? Yeah. Why? Because you know it was just heavy and uncut, you know I what know, I'm saying? But... Just like... Do you know what I mean? You like, know, I'm kind of into it. I know. Yeah. I'll do it. But Trixie Mattel's not here today, so. <laughs> you know, that's all, folks. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and speaking of men who dress like women, uh, we have Michelle, Michelle Massage. <laughs> R.I.P. her tits. They're oh, dead, too. They are. They did, yeah. Do yeah. you have any fun Michelle Visage stories? Um, you know, so <laughs> Michelle and I, we did work the world together. Two thousand nineteen, yeah. we were on the same tour, and we went to the, a, a place called Sundergen, Sundergen, United Kingdom, and we were trying to get a pedicure. And now, I, I never heard of Sundergen. It's a very, very small town. And when I tell y'all, we get to the to the nail salon to get our feet done. They pull out these like these brown, uh, these like wooden baskets to like give us like an old school like pedicure mm. and when I tell y'all they were not ready for the dogs I was gonna unleash on them yeah. that day girl I took my shoes off she literally said I'm sorry we don't have any more appointments available in real time and Michelle said bye girl and then she did it and I had to leave so how long did it take to remove the horseshoes <laughs> <laughs> well they, they fed me some snacks and oh, my good. feet just went right up you know oh a pedicure in Europe yeah terrifying in, yeah in UK that's yeah. like a hostile movie waiting to happen I feel like This episode of Just Say with Justin Martindale is brought to you in part by Wild Grain. Listen up, gays, and everyone alike. I know, I know, carbs are scary, but with Wild Grain, let me tell you something. Having delicious artisanal bread at your fingertips is so wonderful and so easy. I just received a box from them, and they not only sent me fresh pastas, they sent me sourdough bread, ciabatta bread, they sent me these delicious Belgian waffles that were so sweet, I popped them in an air fryer, didn't even need syrup. Didn't even need syrup. It's the first ever Bake From Frozen subscription uh, for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and artisanal 
original pastries. Every item bakes frozen in 25 minutes or less. No thawing required. It's fantastic and ready for fall and the holiday season. Um, I also received a cranberry almond bread. Mmm, did someone say Thanksgiving? It's right around the corner. I love having wild grain on hand because not only do I have to just pop it in the freezer and just bake it from frozen, but I don't have to stress out about what bread I have to get at the store. I don't have to go to any little boutique shops to look for a special kind of bread. It's all delivered in one package. I got ciabatta bread, cranberry almond bread. Um, I got sourdough bread, some fresh pastas, and it cooks from frozen in 25 minutes or less. This is great, especially when you have those fall dinner plans and you want something to go with your pasta or you want something to go with your wine. And you can now fully customize your wild grain box so you can get any combination of breads, pastas, and pastries you like. If you want a box of all bread or pasta or all pastries, you know what? You can have it. Plus, for a limited time, you can get $30 off your first box, plus free croissants and every box when you go to wildgrain.com slash just saying to start your subscription. You heard me, free croissants in every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash just saying, J-U-S-T-S-A-Y-I-N. That's wildgrain.com slash just saying, J-U-S-T-S-A-Y-I-N, or you can use promo code just saying at checkout. You're welcome. Carbs aren't scary. You'll thank me later. All right. Well, let's keep it going. Um, I do have a question for you. What? What's your favorite scary movie? <sighs> okay, so you got that man, girl. That was good. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite scary movie is The Strangers. Yes, mine too. Really? Yes. It's so good because uh, because there's no they have no motive. They none. just literally did it because they were, they were home. bored. They were bored. They were yeah. home. and they tormented people. Uh, have y'all seen The Strangers? Uh, so oh, you good. have to watch it. It's you so good. Seen it. It's so good. Liv, Liv Tyler. Uh, I mean, could that just be the end of the show? Where we just say <laughs> Liv Tyler. Thank you guys so much. Seriously, Liv what Tyler. an honor. What was the guy, the Scott guy? Speedman? Scott Speedman. Right? What else was he in? Uh, he did like Varsity Blues, I think, like back in the day. With the guy from Dawson's Creek, sure. James Vanderbeek. Yeah, James Vanderbeek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was like it's so scary. It's about this like engagement that's gone wrong. Uh -huh. Like he proposed to her and she said no. Yeah. And then they have to spend the weekend at the Airbnb that they like rented out for them and got them champagne and shit. And they're just like, well, let's just stay here for the night. And then the doorbell rings and it's this Ooh. girl. Is Tanya home? <laughs> it's always a Not fucking Tanya, Tanya girl. Oh. <laughs> It's so good. Highly recommend it. That makes. Oh, I'm so glad you like that. Movie. I got an Uber. People know it. I got an Uber last night, and I, it was spelled T A N Y A. So I go. I go. I, I get an Uber. I was like, "Hi." She's like, "Hi." Is this? Are you? Because my name is Mo on Uber on Uber, Uber Eats. But yeah. Mm. But oh um, uh, so I get to the car and she's like, "Your mom's like, yeah, are you Tanya?" She's like, "No, I'm Tanya." I was like, oh. "I'm canceling this ride." Yeah, right. You would not get my forty-seven dollars, bitch. Fuck you, Tanya. Uh -huh. Well, let's play a game, all right? Like, the Republican. Oh, Tanya. Oh, Tanya is absolutely, she votes red, honey, okay? Yes. Yeah. Blood red. Girl. Let's play a game, shall we? This yes. game is called Smash or Slash. Ooh. All right, we're going to go through some classic horror films, and you tell us if you would smash them or slash them. Okay. First up, we have Jason from Friday the 13th. Oh. I mean... What do you think? I think, you know, 
Friday the 13 Inches, you know, <laughs> his machete, you guys. Yeah. Um, classic Mama's Boy. Oh, Smash for sure. Really? Yeah. Okay. I feel like there's going to be this going to be a, a theme here. Um, <laughs> all right. Next up, we have Michael Myers <laughs> from Halloween. Michael definitely has stamina. Um, he is a little kinky, likes to watch. <laughs> and weirdly enough, when you put a wig on him, it's just Mariah Carey. <laughs> I'm gonna say slash that haircut. Really? It's giving um, it's giving Milton from Love Is Blind this past season, and I can't. No, but look, he's got a little pumpkin spice bottom. That's not what I want. I want to get the side oh. girl. Turn around. All right. Well, next up we have Pennywise. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't love a clown with a happy trail? <laughs> he loves poppers to make you float. <laughs> if you know Pennywise, you know that he doesn't have a gag reflex. Because that mouth, though, right? Girl. And he loves hooking up in a sewer. I mean, who doesn't, right? I'm going to slap. He's covering up his it. <laughs> I'm gonna slash. I'm already balding enough for me and my boyfriend, okay? I don't need it. We can't, it can't be two balding bitches fucking each other, girl. Next. That's true. Yeah. All right, next up, Ghost Phase Ooh. from Scream. Ooh. I know. Oh, absolutely smash. I know. I'm loving the guard. I love. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing he's kind of clingy, he calls you all the time. <laughs> His love language is nagging. <laughs> and when he shows up, the party is over. Yeah, yeah. Did you see Scream 6? Yeah. 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 What did you think? Nev Campbell, not in it. I know. That's what we want in, in our I Scream. Like, I don't know. I, I thought, I mean. So Busy what doing think? what? Yeah. Watering her plants? I know. Yeah. <laughs> Watering her plants. <laughs> She's waiting for someone to call. Like, Girl. She's like, Ghostface? No? Fuck. <laughs> All right, so you said smash on this one? Uh, yes, yeah, smash okay, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay, next up, we have <laughs> Hannibal Lecter in Silence. Well, listen to this precious. <laughs> Girl. What? It's giving Army Hammer. Army <laughs> And the weird thing about this picture is that this is an ad for PETA. It's very strange. <laughs> he don't moisturize. Look at that saggy skin on his face. I don't like that. You got to, you got to. Uh, mm. He's putting the ass in asylum. Or, <laughs> I got more guys. Asylum. Hold on. It's giving. <laughs> right? <laughs> or, he could put the lotion in my basket. <laughs> Smash or slash? Slash, no. Hey. no he, look, uh, he, he don't moisturize. I need a man that takes care of his skin. He don't take care of his skin. Okay. Well. Yeah, he don't cleanse or moisturize. And finally, we have Freddy Krueger, the man of your dreams. Literally. Damn. Here's the thing. I know there's someone freaky out here who could be like, I could fix him. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, Mm-hmm. It's a project, but I'm in. What do you think? You know what? It's giving Ryan Reynolds. Like, it's, it's Deadpool. Oh, okay. And for that, I'm going to say I was going to say groomer. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Smash, for sure. Smash? Yeah. Smash Freddy Krueger. Yeah. <laughs> Bitch, I've done worse. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, you heard it first. You see the hand, right? Yeah, girl. Okay. That's a good time, honey. <laughs> Give me another orifice. You know what I'm saying? Okay. God damn. Yes. All right. Whew. All right. We're going to play another game called Slaying Sunset. All right. And we're going to look at actual haunted houses Ooh. that are on the market for sale. Okay, and I'm going to see if, like, by a round of applause, who would buy this house, okay? okay. So it's another, I'm going to set it up for you. Like, I'm going to give you, like, a good, like, Midwestern lady, like, retail, retail. <laughs> retail. Real estate, bitch. Real estate. There it is. Okay. Our first house. Need a place to murder your parents with a blunt axe, but the insane market prices got you down? Look no further. Do we have the home for you? Here's the Griffith Boyle House, a five-bedroom, three-bath, 4,534-square-foot day terror. Built in 1869, it's a second empire gem that oozes energy and comes with a killer wrought iron fence to keep that rabid St. Bernard of yours contained on the property. Although it's seen better days, this Victorian beauty has tons of potential. This price is not only a steal for 149.9,000, but will also, in fact, steal your soul. Mm. So here we go. It's definitely a fixer-upper. For sure. It's giving Lizzie Borden couch, you know. Um, what do you think? Is it a sale? Or no? So it's, 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 this is only this is a real $150,000. Like legit, this is on the market for real. Yeah. That's why. This is in Trixie Mattel's home state of Wisconsin. <laughs> oh, see? Truly. See, see, that's that's the crucial information we needed, yeah. girl. This is it. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not buying that. No. No. All right. So no on the first one. No. This second one. How do you describe terror? <laughs> one word. Florida. <laughs> Pensacola, to be exact. This Queen Anne built on a hellmouth is sure to make anyone the perfect ghost host. Built in 1900 with its spacious five bedrooms, four baths, this celebrity home is reported to be very haunted. Who needs the Hollywood Hills when you have the Pensacola Hells at this quaint price of $1.19 Oh, It's been on the sci-fi TV show The Haunted Collector, local TV news. It's been featured on a local ghost tour. The property sits on a Revolutionary War battlefield site because, of course, it does. It was once home to the former Duchess of Windsor, Wallace Simpson, who married the King of England, Edward VIII, which, rumor has it, were gay with each other. Mm. The film Permanent Vacation, starring David Carradine, was filmed in the house. And no, this isn't where he hanged himself by auto-asphyxiation. He did that in Thailand, like an adult. <laughs> <laughs> and if that wasn't enough, there's also a hidden room under the stairs to hide your mutated, inbred, gimpy children, as well as an additional secret room to keep the neighborhood gossiping. <sighs> 1.19. 1.19 in Pensacola, Florida. Oof. Good taxes, though. I'm buying it. Okay, yeah. I think this one's like the cutest one, I think. This one has potential. <laughs> All right. Next up. Are you an American vampire looking for the right Airbnb? 
with that old world feel? Don't be a sucker and head out to Patton, Pennsylvania. Located outside of Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love, this abandoned LGBTQ friendly hell manor was built in 1921 and has a spacious six bedrooms, five bath for the low price of $200,000. Jesus. Whether you're straight, gay, lesbian, bi, or Transylvanian, once the, <laughs> once the sun goes down, imagine all the fear you'll install in the local townspeople in this hot, dilap dilapidating mess. Basements are so 1920s. You bet they are. And this one has all the elbow room to keep your human buffet quiet from the outside world. Whether you want to drain them slowly or just put the lotion on its skin, this house has got you covered. I mean, the three-car garage, though. Terrifying! Terrifying. This is in Philadelphia? This is in, yeah. No, uh, Patton, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, outside of Philadelphia. Outside of Philly. Okay. 200,000. Yes? No? You can go to some Jasmine Sullivan concerts in the summer. One of you will be going home with this tonight. <laughs> so <laughs> that's the prize for the costume contest. Okay. Um, all right. Couple more. Oh, let's do this one. Okay. If you're in the New Haven, Indiana area, this next house requests you enter it with bad vibes only. <laughs> Plucked right out of a horror film, this fixer-upper is sitting on seven pristine acres, giving you nowhere to run and nowhere to hide. <laughs> Whilst being chased by a morbid, deranged psychopath, we have no idea how many bedrooms or bathrooms it has, so our advice is to just gut the house completely before it guts you. For only a mere two forty-nine thousand. Wow. Terrifying! This is Indiana? Indiana. I, I mean... Hello? What the hell? I'm not sure. I think this is Blair Sinclair's childhood home. I'm not positive, but it might be. We have two more real quick. All work and no sleigh makes anyone a dull bitch, especially in Prattsville, New York. This 21-bedroom, spontaneously abandoned hotel was built in 1888 with a whopping 8,220 square feet. It's the perfect place to lose your mind, no matter what the season. Do we have cabin fever? Yes, we do. All this and more for the low price of $350,000. Isolated deep within the Catskill Mountains, be the king or queen of your own castle. Write a book. Talk to the dead wait staff. Get fellatio from a guy in a dog suit. Want a hedge maze to chase around your son? There's room for that. This hotel is very kid-friendly, so many things for them to discover while tricycling around the corridors unattended. Make yourself at home in this one-of-a-kind shining example of hospitality. The past tenants can't wait to accommodate you. They've been dying to meet you. I mean, you get your own hotel. Honestly, it kind of sucks. That's kind of sickening. It's kind of a sleigh. Yeah. What do we think? Yes? No? Three, 350? Three fi yeah, it is... Yeah. 350. Yeah, in the summer, it's nice. Let's do it. What could go wrong? <laughs> all right, and the most terrifying one of them all, Palm Beach, Florida. Built in 1927 with a value at $1 billion. No, it's not. Allegedly. <laughs> Originally built for businesswoman and socialite Marjorie Merriweather Post between 1924 and 1927, this terrifying property has 58 bedrooms, 33 bathrooms, a 29-foot-long marble-top dining table, 12 fireplaces, and three bomb shelters. There is ample storage space for clothing, shoes, holiday decorations, and for keeping boxes of top-secret documents. <laughs> 
There's a golf course with a spooky cemetery. Legend says the woman buried there was a New York socialite who was pushed down the marble staircase by an angry spirit. This is Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. Some oh, it's really? Like, oh, yeah. That's what it looks like? Look how dirty it is. It looks terrible. Girl, take a sandblast to that. Yeah, this is Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, make America terrifying again. Yeah. All right, a couple more. We have, next segment is called the not-so-final girl. According to Ranker, girls that the gays love. Here's just a few of them. Laurie Strode, Halloween, make some noise. You know, I've never seen the original Halloween. I've only seen Halloween H2O. That's the only one I saw. You mean with Michelle Williams? Yes. The, the narrator of the audiobook of Britney Spears? <laughs> Wait. The Woman and Me? Michelle Williams narrated the, Britney's yeah. audiobook? Yes. Shut the Did fuck you think up. it was Michelle Williams from Destiny's Child? <laughs> <laughs> no, silly. She can't read. <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> After all of the doctors are sad. <laughs> Well, this haze is getting to me. <laughs> Just before Halloween in 1985, a pipe bomb exploded in an office building in downtown Salt Lake City, killing a man and leaving the entire city on edge. As the smoke cleared and investigators began the search for answers, it became terrifyingly clear that this was just the beginning. Suddenly, looking for the culprit became a race against time. Hi, I'm Jeremy Schwartz, host of the new true crime history podcast, American Criminal. We take you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side to the American dream. In our latest season, the desperate hunt for a killer leads the authorities through the complicated world of historic document collectors and eventually right to the door of the Mormon church. Listen to American Criminal, The Salt Lake City Bombings, wherever you get your podcasts. Or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com. So yes, and we've got Sydney Prescott from Scream. We've got Ellen Ripley from Alien. Grace Ladomas from Ready or Not. I was ready or not for that one. Um, <laughs> Nancy Thompson from Nightmare on Elm Street. Maddie from Hush. Aaron Hansen from Your Next. Gail Weathers. Gail from Weathers. Scream. Bitch, I oh. saw pictures of Courtney Cox recently. Well, she's gotten she's, too, she's gotten too much. She's had a hard week. She's gotten too. <laughs> oh yeah, Never but mind. remember. <laughs> Yikes. But not as hard as Scream Three with those bangs. <laughs> Never forget. Okay, so these were all, you know, everyone's like, ga, 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 over the final girls, right? But I want to talk about actual gay horror icons to me. Okay. The women that changed my life as a young queer child. And the first one being, Kaka Elvira. Elvira. She looks so fucking good. Still, to this Still day. so good. Cassandra Peterson. Yes. I mean, legend. I mean, I remember Elvira being like a kid and just like, not even paying attention to the jugs, you know, just so like just good. being like, I like this mistress of the dark. And my mom was like, gay. Like, you know. <laughs> um, here's another one. Tangina from Poltergeist. <laughs> Did she not shape your horror world? This house 
Mrs. Crane. Like, oh. <laughs> um, uh, uh, Madeline Ashton and, and uh, Helen from Death Becomes Her, for sure. <laughs> now a warning. <laughs> um, Brenda from Scary Movie. <laughs> I mean, my God. Nancy. Let's get through. You know, I'm the theater. That's a backup dancer. That's, a back- <laughs> That's nasty. That's nasty. <laughs> come on, don't leave me now. The freebie's about to come on. I mean, come on. Legendary. And Nancy from The Craft. I mean. Uh, so good. Uh, he doesn't even exist to me. So good. Uh, did you see the new craft? No, I'm a person. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. I don't have time for that. Did you? I did. Well, someone needed to. <laughs> I bought I mean, it on Apple. Oh, well. I know. Yeah. I, I invested. Yeah. I do want to say that there is an honorable mention for uh, a scary uh, woman that doesn't get the recognition she deserves. And it's a very deep cut. Do you remember Pet Cemetery? Yes. Zelda from Pet Cemetery. Do you remember her? No. It was the woman, the 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 sister with the twisted back. She had like spinal meningitis and they kept her in the back room. No? No one knows this. I'm so glad I don't have a picture to show you all. <laughs> she was like, Rachel, I'm going to twist your back like mine. Oh, my God. Never get out of bed again. Okay, I could go on. <laughs> it's terrifying. Just Google, Google it. Stuff will come up. Okay. Okay. Halloween is tomorrow night where we celebrate some of the greatest slasher villains from movies, uh, but they don't just come out of nowhere. Oh no, every monster has an origin story. Now we wanna celebrate origin stories of some of the most spooky and sinister real life characters that were not born that way. They were carefully made in a segment we call, Call Me Mother, (laughs) Mothers in Horror. Up first, Donata Molina. Oh my God. Nicolette. Dina Lohan. <laughs> Dina. Born September 15th, 1962. She's an American television personality who rose to fame as the mother and manager of actress Lindsay Lohan. She's also the mother of Michael Jr., Eliana, and Dakota Lohan. Wait, she has, Lindsay has siblings? The whole time. <laughs> Okay. Do you remember the weird, the Aliana? No. Yeah, didn't she was like, I'm going to be a model. And they're like, back to the shadows. <laughs> she's, like, she's, like, she's like Liza's sister. Yeah, she's like, I mean, this is the mom that you just, if you want to go to hide on a Wednesday and just do blow all night, Dina's the mom to do that. For sure, yeah. Remember? She was just, she was like, she was kind of like the Kris Jenner before Kris Jenner. Oh, yeah, for Kris sure. Jenner. She'd be like... <laughs> Two sisters, remember? <laughs> <laughs> All right, this one's having a week. Next up, Lynn Irene Spears. Oh, yeah. An American author and teacher. She's the mother of Brian Spears, Britney Spears, and Jamie Lynn Spears. <gasps> right, I know. Britney has a brother? What? But here's, huh? Yeah. Did Brian you not Spears? read the, Did you not I've read re- the memoir? I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't read it yet. No, Wait, I'm going I to. I want to know who who listened to the audiobook. Clap wow. if you listen to the audiobook. You see? Oh my God. This is what happens when I ask people if they went to the Taylor Swift concert. Only like two people clap. But she sold out like nine nights at the SoFi. Whatever. Okay, who read the book? <laughs> we're all, we're, we'll get there. Is this an illiterate audience? <laughs> the, the book was. Literally, like, one empty page. It was, like, the easiest read. I think, like, chapter five was all coloring. Like, it's just, 
Well, I mean, here's my problem with the book. We are not all believing that Britney... Re- First of all, we she know she, write. she had a ghostwriter, but yeah. I'm like, is it the same team that we trust has this bitch there in, like, size extra small panties with some knives? And I'm like, I just don't know how valid this book is. Like, Fair enough. Who is this team? You know what I'm saying? Why are the panties so small? I just don't understand. Also, this, she's like a substitute teacher, but I've never... I've never been more hard when Jamie Lynn got kicked off Dancing with the Stars. Like, that was, like, <laughs> it for me. I was just like, ah, ah, ah. Like, I was just like, America, like, showed up and sent that bitch home. Okay. Let's keep it going. Oh, my God. Katie Irene Gosling, born March 28th, 1975, is an American television personality. Uh, from John and Kate Plus 8, in which she and John were profiled as they raised their atypical family of sextuplets and twins. The woman that launched a thousand haircuts, girl. Seriously, right? The OG Karen. The OG Karen. Yeah, that's her. And she also has kids. (laughs) (laughs) You put water on this woman after midnight, she's... (laughs) Kids are popping out. So, yeah. And, like, what what a crazy... Crazy they had that. a show, right, on TLC, John yeah. and K Plus 8. Yeah, that was a show. they had more. Now all the kids are all grown up, and they're like, help us. Like, they're all, right? oh, they all hate him. Like, it's it's crazy. And there's that video of, like, her sitting next to John, and she's like, can you not breathe? <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I'm sorry. She's like, it's just, <laughs> and we're on television. Oh, what a nightmare. Also on Dancing with the Stars. Next up, we have Lucille Faye Lesseur, also known as Joan Crawford. March 23rd, 19... Sure. (laughs) (laughs) She died May 10th, 77. American actress, started her career as a dancer uh, in a traveling theatrical company before debuting on Broadway. She was married four times. Her first three marriages ended in divorce. The last ended with the death of her husband, uh, Al Steele. She adopted five children one of whom was reclaimed by his birth mother. Crawford's relationships with her two older children, Christina and Christopher, were acrimonious. (laughs) Crawford disinherited the two, and after Crawford's death, Christina published the tell-all memoir, Mommy Dearest. So good. Has everyone here seen Mommy Dearest? If you haven't, get out. I mean, I know. I was like, oh, God, are we gay? (laughs) Um, I mean, mother. This one. The ultimate mother. Oh, the, the only mother. I just love that. I want that, like, framed and, like, put in my apartment. Every time I see a wire hanger, I just see Candy Muse doing that choreo in my head. Just <laughs> her, her, like, size too small hand trying to get above her head. It's like a T-Rex trying to... It's so cute. All right, and finally... Who's that? Oh my God! Do you not know I mean, little Dee Dee? Little Dee uh, Dee Blanchard was born Claudine Petra in Chack Bay, Louisiana. This is Gypsy Rose. Is it really? Yes. This is actually Trixie Mattel. <laughs> and, <how>? and Katya. <laughs> so they grew up on the Gulf Coast. Grew up with the family nearby Golden Meadow. Blanchard was one of five children of Claude Anthony Petrie Sr. and Emma Lois Giz Claire. Jizz Claire? Sure. Jizz Claire, yeah. Relatives recalled that she had a habit of stealing from her family, which they speculated was a form of retaliation when things didn't go her way. At some point early in her life, she worked as a nurse's aide. The family expressed suspicion that in 97, she might have killed her own mother by denying her food. So also, she was feeding mercury to her daughter. Right. There's that they left out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) She's like, mom, 
Did we all see that movie? What was it? Uh, it was Patricia Arquette and um, the act. Yeah, the act. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Yeah, and she was like, she was like thirty, but pretending she was like nine or something I know the like play, that. I know the musical. And she's like, "Mom, can I go outside?" And she's like, "Oh, gypsy, <laughs> <laughs> you can't go outside and breathe all that air. It's not good for your lungs." And she's like, "Okay." Like. Can I go watch Cinderella? And then, like, cut to her, like, getting plowed in the bathroom, like, by, like, just watch it. It's a family film. <laughs> All right. We have a few more segments. You guys having fun so far? Keep it going for Monet, everyone. Yes. Um, Toys are scary. Yeah, they are. This is a segment, like, called Scary Dolls, because <laughs> we had famous dolls like Chucky, but I want to introduce you. A, a... Oh, my God, Furby. Okay, was this not the scariest thing ever? No, they were so cute. I love my Furby. You, Wait, you have one now? I have one now at home. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> like, how big? Is it that size? No, she's grown. She's grown, yeah. yeah. I don't think they're supposed to grow. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a Furby. That's a Mexican sewer rat. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just, I remember when these came out and they were just like, worship the devil. Like, yeah. it was like a whole thing. Yeah. And then we also have, um, okay. Cabbage Patch Kids. Do you remember my buddy and kid's sister? That was the thing. These actually inspired Chucky, Child's Play. I did not know what a Kusa was. Does anybody know what a, a Kusa, Kusa was or remember that? Okay. I don't know, but I'm offended by whatever the yeah. Kusa is. <laughs> So let me give you a backstory. So you had Cabbage Patch Kids. And if you haven't seen the video of the actual Cabbage Patch Factory where they like harvest the children out of the cabbage, it's like a warehouse. And they're like, we've got one coming out. And they pull it out of a cabbage. Oh my God. It's horrifying. But Kusas were. Stop the saying the word Kusas, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> my Kusi. <laughs> Tastes like Pepsi Cola. <laughs> Tastes like cabbage. <laughs> Did someone say sauerkraut? No. Yeah. <laughs> so, Akusa <laughs> was a hybrid for boys. So, boys would get made fun of for having oh. cabbage patch dolls. So, they were like, let's make it a hybrid of an animal and a baby. Oh. Full on Island of Dr. Moreau nonsense. So, this is like a lion baby, and that's a. It's Whatever. like Thundercats or something. Some, not even a Thundercat. No, oh. Thundercats were hot. They were hot. That was my childhood. Chitara was fucking everything. Chitara was everything. everything. Snarf, kill it with fire. Um, <laughs> and then we have the next slide, which we had um, Popples. I don't know if you guys remember this. Oh, yeah. Yes. No. So a Popple was like this like thing <laughs> that you like folded like in its own foreskin. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you were just. Sounds like my boyfriend. Exactly. Yeah. Weirdly, they were all Latin, too. So, <laughs> and then we had Wuzzles, which were just... In the, we loved mutating things in the, in the early 90s. So this was Bumble Lion, which was a lion bumblebee. Rhinoki, which was a monkey rhinoceros. Moosel, which was a moose seal. Hopopotamus, which was a rabbit hippopotamus. Elaru, which was a kangaroo elephant, and Butter Bear, which was a butterfly bear. Oh, like, like Avatar. My mom wouldn't Avatar let me watch this. Animals. She'd be like, "It's not Christian." Yeah, my mom. My mom was the God Warrior. Gargoyle, everything's a godly. Get the hell out of my house. I mean, what an icon. Oh, she. Where, you know, she's like, she's like, because she used to be anti-gay, but she's like, like the fucking 
complete PFWAG mom. Really? Now. Have yeah, you met everything. her? Have you met her? I have God not Warrior? met her, but oh. she has a whole thing online. She because her daughter passed away. Oh yeah, in the car crash. In the car crash. But her now she's were accidentally like accidentally cut. <laughs> she's kidding. like gay, 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 gay. She is. Y'all know who we're talking about? The God Warrior from Wife Swap. From Wife Swap. Oh my god! I know y'all have homework to do. It's after so this. good. It's so. It was good. like she was like the crazy Christian woman in Louisiana. Yes, and she had to go to like a new age woman, and she was yeah. like, "Her name's Jade. I went to her station. It was so good. We went to a solstice party. <laughs> it's everything. <laughs> you Candace, too. Candace Kane has the best lip sync of that ever. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, well, on. here's the story about Candace Kane. Yes. So Candace Kane used to perform at a bar in New York called Barracuda, and Barracuda mm-hmm. is like an old, nasty, decrepit, like falling apart. Right? I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> and we all knew in Barracuda. You, know, you could not you could not hold the microphone and touch the mic stand at the same time because then you created a perfect circuit and you would electrocute yourself. <laughs> yes, New York City bars, okay? So Candace, she's doing her number, she's singing, she's she's doing she she's doing she lip singing to Whitney Houston and she gets the um, um she's doing it, I will always love you. And then she's holding a mic, like lip singing to the mic, and then she touches the thing and she starts to get to get electrocuted <laughs> and she falls on the floor. But the audience thinks that she's doing they're, they're like, what? <laughs> Girl, and then afterwards, you guys, guys, I was really like, I was dying on stage. But the entire audience thought she was like, "This is commitment, bitch. Oh. You better work, Candace. Oh. Ask her about it. It's very funny. Well, not well. It was. It is funny now. Yeah. That. I mean, she's alive. I mean, she's fine. She's actually here, Candace. Come on out. Could you imagine? She's like, bitch. <laughs> Okay, we have time for one more story, and this is an actual scary story. Oh, Do you guys want to hear a yes. actual scary story? It's going to give you the devil, a portal to hell, <laughs> witches, and Jojo Siwa. No, I'm just saying. No. <laughs> What's the difference? Okay, this is a real horror story located in a town, sorry, a state called Kansas. <laughs> With the only, can we dim the lights? Can we give a little? Oh, mood. Okay, there we go. With only a handful of residents and a few buildings within its borders. That sounded like good. I know, I know. Do you do ASMR? I do. Work. Yeah. <laughs> Stull, Kansas, seems like a quiet, lonely, little peaceful town. However, if you believe stories about Stoll, you will find that it is actually as far from peaceful one town can get. Stoll, Kansas, is actually one of the seven gateways to hell, hell, hell. (laughs) The ruins of the church in Stoll consist of four walls and a pile of debris that used to be on Emanuel Hill that served Stoll until 1922. Since then, the legends concerning the church and the surrounding cemetery have grown as the church has decayed. The church was allegedly used by Satanists who used to and may still use the church to have rituals. The gateway to hell, hell, hell. (laughs) There are many rumors of a staircase that is behind the church on the right-hand side of the church if you were facing the church. Okay, the staircase is difficult to find because grass has overgrown the lid that covers the stairwell. The stairs are supposed to lead to a gateway to hell. One rumor says that if one goes down the stairs, it will take two weeks to get back up to the ground level. Although it seems like only a few moments have passed. After starting to descend the stairs, it feels as if the person is being dragged down the stairs by an unknown force. <laughs> 
been there. <laughs> one of the most important legends is that the church serves as one of the seven portals to hell. The devil reportedly makes a personal appearance in the cemetery on Halloween at midnight to visit the grave of a witch with whom the devil had a child. Their child is said to materialize in the surrounding woods, taking on the form of a werewolf. I mean, the, the entire cemetery, even beyond containing a gateway to hell, is supposedly quite an evil place. The main focus of this evil was a, dilapid, a dilapidated, crumbling church. This church was used by witches and occult groups for worship. The church had no ceiling, but it was said that rain would never fall inside it. The urban legend would cite a Time Magazine article stating that the Pope, John Paul II, requested his plan sorry, his plane fly far around that section of Kansas because he did not want to fly over unholy ground. Today, mysterious people guard stole from disturbances. Stories around abound of curious people being terrorized and chased out of stole by pickup trucks. Some stories say that these trucks would trail intruders for over 20 miles. This has led to further speculation that there is something going on in stole that someone wishes to hide. I don't know. I believe it. <laughs> Thank you, Justin. <laughs> That's all I got. That was the story. I mean, it's kind of fucked up, right? It is. Would it you is. go to Stoll, Kansas? I would go. Mm. Corn fed. Corn fed. Yeah. You had me. Mm -hmm. Okay. But I do want to say there's some fun celebrities that have come from Kansas. <laughs> Ooh. I'm so glad you asked. One of your favorites, Jeff Probst. Yes. Oh, my. Jeff Probst is from Kansas? Yes. Is he? I saw the picture. Yes, you showed it to me last time. We talked about it. Yes. <laughs> Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Joanna Gaines. Oh, we don't fuck with her. I went to school with her. She was no, weird. you did not. I did. She went to school with her. She was weird. She went to church under a bridge. Oh. And I mean, it apparently worked out for her. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Um, Melissa Etheridge, Janelle Monet, and Kirstie Alley. R.A.P. For a second, I was like, why is Moira Rose playing the guitar? But that is <laughs> Melissa Etheridge. She should. God. I wish. Do you have any scary stories? Do you have any personal scary stories? One time I got on a drag race and I ended up doing a podcast with a guy named Bob. That's a scary story. <gasps> Sibling rivalry. I know. I know. Yeah. Well, I, I'm very glad that you came. Did you guys have fun? Thank you. We for have one more. Me. We have one more thing to do. Um, if you were in costume, come oh, on yeah. up and we'll have a little quick Halloween costume contest. Yeah, there, there, there are prizes to be won, guys. Yeah, a prize, <laughs> a prize. Yeah, Oak Spider Man. Yes, Spider Man. Oh, oh, it's giving Morales. Yes. <laughs> Baby Spider Man got a there, booty yes. on him. Okay. Oh my, oh my goodness, Spider Man thick. Oh, Spider Man thick with three C's, honey. Okay. <laughs> yes. Hey, Spider Man, is anyone going to compete against Spider Man? <laughs> well, all right. Well, the costume contest is over. over. Officially. <laughs> Shit. Spider-Man won with a booty, y'all. <laughs> what size what size hoodie are you? I'm in my like Ariana era, so maybe like three. <laughs> Ooh, a big old. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm in my Ariana era. Yes. What does that mean? Where you don't have hands <laughs> when you wear a hoodie? Like that? You're just like, uh. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> I mean, we all. So, like, what? Like a like a XL? Like you want like a you want it to be big? Yeah. Okay, so we'll. 
So you have, so you don't have to wear. Spider Man, you're teaching us a lot. Right now. <laughs> Spider Man does not want to wear panties <laughs> this fall. <laughs> he wants to serve cunt. <laughs> And it's available for Thanksgiving, okay? <laughs> well, Monet, thank you so much thank for being for here. Give it up for Monet so Exchange, everybody. Thank you. This is so fun. And make some noise for yourselves. Thank yes. you for coming out. Happy Halloween. Be safe out there. Um, and listen to the Just Sayin' podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, thank you to Land and Lee, my producers. Thank you to Brian, everybody here at the Comedy Store. Have a safe weekend. Or, well, what's Monday? Have a safe week, and we'll see you next time here on the Just Sayin'. <laughs> Bye, guys. Woo!